0: We're in Acts chapter number 20, and we're going to read verse 32 to verse 38. If you're able, as we normally do, I ask that you stand for the reading of the Word of God tonight. Acts chapter number 20, beginning in verse number 32, and we'll read down to verse number 38. The Bible says in verse 32, "And now, brethren, I command you to God and to uh, I commend you rather to God and to the Word of His grace, which is able to build you up and to give you an inheritance among all them which are sanctified." I have coveted no man's silver or gold or apparel. Yea, ye yourselves know that these hands have ministered unto my necessities and to them that were with me. Verse 35 is the text verse for tonight. I have showed you all things how that so laboring ye ought to support the weak and to remember the words of the Lord Jesus. How he said it is more blessed to give than to receive. Now, by the way, if you're a Bible student like I try to be. I don't see anywhere in the Gospels where the Lord Jesus Christ is quoted as saying this. But the Apostle Paul is inspired by the Holy Spirit, so he says that the Lord Jesus said it, Then the Lord Jesus said it. And we know that we don't have everything recorded that the Lord Jesus said and did. John chapter 21 tells us that. But he says here that the Lord Jesus himself said, it is more blessed to give than to receive. Look at verse 36. And when he had thus spoken, he kneeled down and prayed with them all, and they all wept sore and fell, fell on Paul's neck and kissed him sorrowing most of all for the words which he spake, that they should see his face no more, and they accompanied him unto the ship. The title of the message tonight is Givers and Takers. Givers and Takers. Which one are you tonight? Are you a giver or are you a taker? We'll find out this evening as we study the Word of God. Let's bow together for a word of prayer. Father in heaven, we pray tonight, dear God, that you would help us to see... Whatever area we might be lacking in, Lord, if we are a taker, we pray, Lord, that you would help us to become a giver. If we are a giver, Lord, we pray that you would help us to remain a giver. Lord, if we are a a small amount giver, Lord, we pray that you'd turn us into a large amount giver. Father, we pray that you would please help us to take to heart uh, this verse uh, where your son, the Lord Jesus, said these words, it is more blessed to give than it is to receive. Lord, please, we pray that your will would be done tonight. Lord, bless us tonight as we study your word. In Christ's name we pray. Amen. Thank you for standing. You may be seated. The Apostle Paul traveled to Ephesus on his second missionary journey. Uh, on his second missionary journey, he traveled there. And then on his third missionary journey, as was his custom, uh, he would go back to the places he originally visited uh, and kind of check in on the, the, the believers there, check in on the churches if a church has been, had been started there. Uh, he spent three years in Ephesus. Uh, he's now leaving them. He's letting them know it's time for me to go. My time here uh, is complete. Uh, and of course, they're sad, they're upset, they're, they're crying, they're sorrowing. Uh, and he's giving them instructions. He's giving them instructions. And now that this church has been started here in, in, in Ephesus, he's giving them instructions on how to maintain the church. Uh, And so he tells them in in, uh, Acts chapter number 20 uh, some instructions how to stay focused on the Lord, how to not allow uh, uh, negative things to deter the work of the Lord and the work of the church. And I like what he says most of all in verse 35 where he said, I have showed you. I have demonstrated to you. I have showed you all things, how that's so laboring. I've worked, I've labored, I've sweated, I've toiled. I've shown you, I've been an example to you, how you ought to support the weak and to remember. Don't forget what the Lord said. The Lord said it is more blessed to give than it is to receive. Basically, He says God wants you and I to be givers, not takers. God wants you and I to be givers not takers. Uh, After so many years of of life, life experience, after so many years of ministry experience, after so many different states that I have been uh, in and churches that I've been a part of, you know, people are all the same. They're all the same. Uh, The people in Baltimore are similar to the people in New York and similar to the people in Florida, similar to the people in Ohio and similar to the people in Connecticut. Uh, the five different states uh, that I have lived in, uh, they're all pretty much the same. Now, they may have a little different accent, okay? They may eat slightly different foods, but all in all, they're the same. They have the same problems. They have the same uh, uh, hang-ups. They have the same uh, situations and trials and tribulations. They all have the same. Yeah, they may sound different. They may look a little different, but for the most part, they're all the same. And people in the entire world can be categorized in two groups. Either you are saved or you're unsaved. Either you're a believer or you're an unbeliever. Either, either you know for sure you're going to heaven or you don't. That's the two groups. But I don't want to focus on the unsaved tonight. Uh, we want to focus on the saved because the saved, the group of saved people, uh, which I believe most if not all of us in this room are saved, uh, that group can also be categorized as two different uh, types of people. Uh, you're either a giver or you're a taker. Now, you are saved. You've been, uh, uh, tr- you've trusted Christ as your Savior. Eternal life has been bestowed upon you by the grace of God. Uh, but some people are givers and some people are takers. Every church is filled with givers and takers. Every church. It doesn't matter what church it is. It doesn't matter if it's in the United States, if it's in Africa, if it's in Australia, if it's in South America. Every single church has the, these two types of believers in it. Givers and takers. I have three points tonight that I want us to understand. Uh, We're trying to encourage all of us to be better or to just become a giver. A giver. Let's look at point number one. Point number one. We see the reason for giving and taking. Now, we had outlines. Did we get those distributed? Did we get those distributed? We had half sheet outlines. I think we, uh, Joe, did you bring those down? You did bring those down? Oh, they're out in in the foyer. Uh, if you want an outline, we'll get you one. Pastor and Joe are, are going to bring them out and, and distribute them. Uh, so just hold on tight just a second. They're going out in the foyer and grabbing them. We apologize. We should have distributed them earlier. Hence why we need the, uh, the ushers meeting. Amen? Amen. <laughs> All right. So hold your hand up. Pastor uh, Joe is, is going around and, and, handing, and distributing them out. So make sure you get one. Uh, and we'll wait to make sure everybody has one before we continue. Uh, the reason for giving and taking. Uh, Why does a person give and why does a person take? The reason, the reason. Amen. We'll be patient. George Harvey and I did our uh, discipleship tonight on on Zoom on the computer. And George Harvey, as you all know, George Harvey always has jokes, right? And so he says uh, says to me, he says, you know, how, how, how do you get patience? And I said, I don't know, George, how? He says, you have to wait for it. Oh, it's a George joke, right? It's like a dad joke, right? <laughs> All right, point number one. The reason for giving and taking. Why do people give and why do people take? 2 Corinthians chapter 9, verses 6 and 7, the Bible says this. But, I, but this I say, he which soweth sparingly, uh, that he doesn't give much, he only sows a little bit. He which soweth sparingly shall reap also sparingly. And he which soweth bountifully, he gives much, shall reap also bountifully. Verse 7. Every man, according as he purposeth in his heart, uh, according as he desires in his heart, according as he decides in his heart, every man, according as he purposeth in his heart, so let him give, not grudgingly or of necessity, for God loveth a cheerful giver. A cheerful giver. You see, you're either a giver or you're a taker. And the reason why the person that's a giver is a giver is because they derive happiness. Uh, they get joy out of blessing people, helping people. Uh, they could, they think about others before they think of themselves. Now, if the person is a taker, uh, they usually, for the most part, think of themselves before they think of others. And listen, uh, let me just say this, okay? No one is 100% giver and no one is 100% taker. And I'll say this, no one is 50% giver and 50% giver. Very rarely are you going to find someone who's, who's uh, 50-50 on both. And very rarely are you ever going to find someone who's only a giver or only a taker. Let me say this, every single one of us has a little bit of taker in, in us. You with me? Every single one of us. Every single one of us has a little bit of a taker in us, and so what God is trying to teach us is we need to be more of a giver. We need to be more, more of a sacrificer. We need to be more of a person that's wanting to bless others. The giver derives happiness through serving, through helping. They enjoy giving. They give their time. They give their energy. They give their attention. Uh, they give their encouragement. Uh, these are the types of people who are uh, find more joy at Christmas time in giving gifts than receiving gifts. You know what I'm talking about? This is my type person that, man, I can't wait to give them this. And I can't wait to bless them with this. And I can't wait till they see this. And, and, and the taker, of course, is, is, is hey, what, what, what am I going to get? And, 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 and where's my gift? And, and how come they didn't consider me? And how come they forgot about me? And, and how could they? How dare they? Don't they know? That's the taker. The taker. The taker. Tonight, are you a giver or are you a taker? You see, uh, the, the person that's a giver, they're rich. Uh, in fact, they have everything they need, or at least they think they have everything they need, because they feel content, they feel satisfied, they just want to help other people. The taker, on the other hand, they derive their happiness, their joy, from getting and receiving. Uh, if they get, they're happy. If they don't get, they're unhappy. Uh, They're not happy unless you're giving them something. They want something for nothing. They're the the folks that play the lottery, uh, the folks that gamble. You see, they want to get, they want to get, they want to receive. They say, give me, uh, you owe me, Uh, I deserve this. That's a taker. That's a taker mentality. Uh, Takers are constantly talking about money. Uh, takers are constantly talking about themselves they seem to always be trying to get rich and get wealthy and uh, they're always trying to into a new scheme and a new plan to strike it rich and they look for ways to get a little bit of an advantage over others why because they're a taker they're a taker they're not a giver there are a lot of athletes like this a lot of athletes that uh, you remember back when uh when um Sammy Sosa and Mark McGuire were, were trying to break the home run record. And, and that era, that baseball era, it's called the steroids era. Why? Because people were shooting steroids so they can hit the ball farther. People were taking steroids so they could run the bases faster. Why? Because they're takers. They want glory. Uh, they want their names to be held high and in lights. And, and they want people to clap for them. They're takers. Same thing with the baseball pitcher. Uh, you know, pitchers who, who uh, I've seen this happen even recently, uh, they'll put some kind of substance on their elbow or, 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 or uh, somewhere on their sleeve, and, and they'll rub that substance, and as they throw the ball, it makes it spin a certain way and makes it harder to hit. Why? Because they're takers. They're takers. They want to take, they want to They want to glorify themselves, and they want to uh, stop the batter from hitting the ball so they can look good, and so they can get more victories, and, and they're takers, they want glory, they want to be honored, they're takers. Now see, you say, well, Pastor Morales, we understand uh, those people, most of those people, not all of them, but most of them, they're unsaved, and they don't have the Spirit of God, and they don't have the Word of God, and, and we can understand why they think like that, but listen, we have lots of takers in churches too. Churches all around America, all around the globe, have takers in there. Uh, they they think things like, well, I give to the Lord. Uh, if I give to the Lord and if I go to church, if I'm faithful, if I tithe, then God will bless me. And that's true. But that's the reason they're giving. That's the, the reason they're they're contributing. Not because He deserves them to serve. Not because they want to bless other people. But because they want to avoid having problems in their life. They're takers. They're doing it with the wrong motive. As a matter of fact, this same person, uh, if a problem comes into their life, this Christian church member taker, uh, if a problem comes into their life, they'll say, Pastor, I don't understand. I've been faithful. I've tithed. I've served. I've sacrificed. How can God allow this to happen to me? You see, they're not a giver. They're a taker. They're a taker. They say, God, I do this, and I do that, and I've checked all these things off my list that I did for you, and how could you allow bad things to happen to me? That person who's a taker will say, well, I've lost all my faith. I just can't trust God anymore. Basically, what they're saying is they were a taker all along. They were a taker all along. So I ask you tonight, White Oak Baptist Church family, examine yourself. Are you a giver? Or are you a taker? The Lord Jesus Christ himself said it's more blessed to give than it is to receive. Uh, You see, there are lots of companies and individuals that give towards political campaigns. uh, And they have it. They do and they give. They're doing something good and right. But they're doing it with the intent uh, to get a favor from from that campaign later on. They're takers. They're takers. If we're not giving with a pure motive, then we're not truly givers. We're takers. We're takers. As a Christian, the last thing that we should do is work for the Lord so we can get something in return. Uh, we should do it with a heart of love, with a motive of, of gratitude. Uh, takers do it so they can get something in the end. Uh, givers do it just because it's good and right to do, and they love other people. Everybody, Everybody still awake? You with me tonight? Alright, I'm going to ask that question. If I don't hear amens... I'll ask it again and again and again, all right? We'll wake you up sooner or later, all right? Uh, let's look at point number two. We see the reason for giving and taking. Why do people give and why do people take? Let's look at number two, the range of our giving or, or giving and taking. The range or how much we give, how much we're willing to give and how much we're willing to take. The Bible says in Proverbs chapter number 11 and verse 25, the liberal soul shall be made fat. And he that watereth shall be watered also himself. The liberal soul. Pastor preached a message on this a few months back. It's talking about uh, being uh, giving and, and abundantly giving. And liberal, not in a political sense, but liberal in a sense of, man, I just give to every need. I, I give to as many people as I can. I bless as many people. And the Bible says the liberal soul shall be made fat. See? I give a lot. That's why I'm overweight. Anyway, um, that was a joke. Um Ha, ha, ha. Isaiah 32 and verse 8, the Bible says, But the liberal deviseth liberal things. In other words, the giver, he's looking for ways to give. The giver is trying to find a way. How can I bless that person? And how can I help that person? And how? what can I do to be an encouragement to them? And, And how can I go out of my way to make sure that they're blessed and they feel loved? What can I do? They're looking for an excuse to bless others. Whereas the taker is looking for an excuse to get more. To get more. How can I get more? And how can I gain more? And how can they give me more? And how can I force them? Listen, we're either a giver or we're a taker. The giver the giver hears uh, something from the pulpit uh, with regards to a missionary or, or a need or a project. And the giver says, man, how much can I give? Man, I, I'm, I can't wait. I want to give. I want to give. They want to give to everything. That's the giver. You know what the taker says? Well, I, I don't know. I don't know if we can afford to do that. Really? Is that in the budget? That's the taker. The taker says, well, how do we know that that missionary is going to use the money like they said they're going to use it? You with me? How do we know? Like, are you sure, pastor, did God speak to you about this? That's the taker the taker says well no we, we need to hoard that and we need to keep that and we need to store that and and and, and we shouldn't and, and the giver says man how can i bless man there's a need i don't care if it's a right need or or, or if it's something that they're pulling the wool over my eyes i don't care i want to bless listen the giver is going to be taken advantage of it's going to happen give anyway okay look i am preaching way better than y'all are amen okay all right <laughs> Stay with me, okay? The giver is going to be taken advantage of give anyway. Amen. Thank you. You know, you're, you're, you're never more like God. You're never more godly than when you're giving. Never. The most godly thing that you and I can do is give and for give. For God so loved the world that he he gave. And in giving His Son, He forgave us of our sins. We're never more like God than when we're giving. Hey, you want to be godly? I think if I ask the question tonight, raise your hand, and I'm not asking you to, but raise your hand if you want to be godly. I think everybody in the room say, I want to be godly. Give. I want to be godly. Forgive. I want to be like God. Then learn how to be a giver. God is a giver. God is a forgiver, and we are never more like God than when we give and when we forgive. You see, every time we choose to give generously rather than hoarding what we have, we're being like God. Have you ever noticed this? Stay with me. Stay with me. Have you ever noticed this, that the word miser is found in the word miserable? The word miser is found in the word misery. The miser the one that hoards. The one that says, oh, we can't really afford that. Oh, oh, are they really going to use the money right? Or, Oh, the miser. The one that pinches every penny and refuses to let go. I mean, he white knuckle grips that money. I'm not going to give it to him over my dead body. And God says, you're not acting godly. Because God gave. And by the way, God gives each and every single day to you and I. He gives us all the time. He blesses us all the time. He, the Bible says, He daily loadeth us with benefits. I mean, He's taking the, the the stockpile of benefits with His shovel, and He's picking it up, and He's dumping it on us. And He's dumping it on us. And He's dumping it on us. And He's, us. And he's loving and giving and blessing and, and overwhelming. And we say, well, is that missionary going to use the money right is that, uh, Pastor, is that in the budget? Are we re- can we really afford that? And that's not how your face looks, but that's how it looks to us. <laughs> that's how it looks to us. Why are we holding on? Listen, God doesn't want, he doesn't want a, uh, he, he doesn't want a, a bucket to drop his blessings. He wants a funnel. A funnel. He wants a conduit. He wants you and I to say, Lord, thank you for blessing me. Now let me bless someone else. Lord, thank you for providing for me. Let me provide for someone else. All right, let, let me give an example, okay? <clears throat> How many of you have ever had either a new car or a newer used car, okay? You've had a, a newer car that, man, you're like, okay, man, this thing is pretty. It's nice. It's clean. It smells good. It's got that new car smell, right? And, and then all of a sudden, someone, you know, gets in your car and they have, you know, a burger and fries. They're, hey, get that out of here. You're going to mess up my car. Anybody else like me? Uh, how, many, how many of you say, hey, I got this new car and, and, and then, and then, uh, brother so-and-so, you know, brother so-and-so, you know, he always has a need and brother so-and-so, you know, he always has a problem and brother so-and-so, he always has, you know, a request and, and brother so-and-so calls you and says, hey, hey, can you, can you, can I borrow your car? Oh, whoa, whoa, hold on a second now. I'm paying a lot of money for this thing. Brother so-and-so, I can't, I can't, I can't. And God is in heaven looking down saying, oh, that's right, that's your car. Oh, that's right, it belongs to you. Oh, that's right, you earned the money. Oh, that's right, you got the... Oh, oh, yeah, 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 I see, I see. Is it an asset for God to use in your hands? Or is it something you say, nope, this belongs to me, no one's ever going to use it, I'm not going to use it to bless anyone else? Is anybody... You understand what I'm saying here? Are we a giver? Or are we a taker? You know, 20 years from now, that car is going to be gone. At least I would assume so. Unless, I mean, you know, you rebuild the thing. It's going to be gone. That human being that you either blessed or didn't bless, more than likely will still be around. And they'll remember that. They'll remember that. What's more important to you? How your car looks? Or whether you're blessing people? What's more important to you? Uh, the, the, the neatness of your home or whether you're blessing people or not? What's more important to you, uh that person stinks, they don't smell good, or hey listen, is that more important to you than you blessing them and helping them and encouraging them and giving to them? What's more important to you? What's more important? See, we all do what we want to do. What do you want to do? Do you want to be a giver or you want to be a taker? The Bible says in 1 Timothy chapter 6 verse 17 and 18, "Charge them that are rich in this world." Let me stop right here. We may not be filthy rich, we may not be millionaires, but according to the world's standards, we're rich. Y'all with me? We're rich. The Bible says, Charge them that are rich in this world, that they be not high-minded, nor trust in uncertain riches, but in the living God, who giveth us richly all things to enjoy, that they, listen, verse 18, 1 Timothy chapter 6, that they do good, that they be rich in good works, ready to distribute Ready to give it out. Ready to bless others. Willing to communicate. Listen, if we're not, we may not have a lot of financial resources, we are rich spiritually. We are rich, every single one of us, we're rich spiritually. And come Saturday, Great Commission Saturday, August 22nd, uh, right here, 2020, White of the Baptist Church, you are rich spiritually. Are you going to take your spiritual blessings and pass them along? Or are you going to say, nope, nope, I'm saved, I'm good to go, I've I got my stuff to do, i got to cut my grass, i got to go to work. And listen, I understand people have to work on Saturdays, but you ain't got to work every Saturday. And if you do got to work every Saturday, we'll accommodate you on a different day. Pastor already said that. The question is, do you want to be a giver, or do you want to be a taker? That's the question. Do you want to give, or do you want to take? You see, the spirit of a giver is one that has a heart of love towards others. The spirit of a taker is one that has a heart of love towards themselves. A giver doesn't get offended very often. Uh, A giver doesn't get upset when the pastor forgets to mention their birthday from the pulpit. Oh, but don't forget to mention the, the taker's birthday. Oh boy, they get upset. They may never come back. That's a taker. That's a taker. Y'all know what I'm talking about? You ever met a church member like this? I mean, you make one simple mistake and they hate you for the next 10 years. And, and you honestly and sincerely and genuinely didn't mean to, but man, you messed them up. How dare you? How could you? Don't you know who I am? I've been here 40 years. I've been here. Blah, 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 blah. Sounds like, you know, um, uh, uh, Charlie Brown's teacher. Wah, 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 wah. That's all I hear. That's all I hear. That's all I hear. Let me give you some examples of people in the Bible that were givers and people that were takers. Abraham was a giver. You know, Abraham, we all know he was willing to give the life of his son, Isaac. That's a giver. That's a giver. That's a giver on a level that I can't understand. But he's a giver. Uh, You know, Abraham, he gave Lot the option to choose which direction to go. That's a giver. That's a giver. And Lot, on the other hand, he's a taker. Uh, Lot, who was the nephew, Lot, who was a subordinate, Lot, who uh, who was the one who, you know, he should have been saying to, to Abraham, hey, Uncle Abraham, hey, you're, you're, you're the leader here. You, you go where you go and I'll decide. I'll take whatever's left. He said, no, 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 no. The well-watered plains of Jordan. I'll go that way. I'll go over there. I'll take, I'll take, I'll take. He's a taker. Abraham is a giver. By the way, the story of the life of Lot was nothing but disaster after disaster, after disaster. Why? Because he's a taker. He's a taker. And people that are takers, they live their life in this vicious cycle of problem, after problem, after problem, after problem. Why? Because they're takers. All they think about is themselves. All they care about is how does it benefit them. They're takers. They're takers. They're takers. Boaz was a giver. Boaz noticed Ruth, and Boaz understood the story of Naomi and losing the husband, and Ruth losing her husband, and and them coming back and not having resources. And Boaz told his workers, hey, hey, leave the corners of the fields. Hey, don't reap them. Let them have that extra. He's a giver. He's a giver. Are you a giver tonight? I love the parable of the Good Samaritan. That's one of my favorite stories in Scripture, where we see... The man, a certain man, traveling from Jericho, from Jerusalem to Jericho, uh, and, and he fell among thieves. You know the story. Uh, and, and, and of course, uh, the priest and the Levite come that way, and those thieves, of course, they robbed him, they beat him, left him half dead. The thieves are takers. They're takers. The priest and the Levite, they both came by and said, oh, We're too busy. Don't have time for this. Takers. 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 But then the Good Samaritan. The good Samaritan, he came and he saw the fellow. He said, man, this guy needs help. Giver. I'm going to help him. Not only did he help him, he used his own resources. He took him to an end. He says, I'll pay you now. And if if need be, I'll pay you more. That's a giver, folks. That's a giver. Which one are you tonight? Are you the the priest and the leader? I said, well, I'm too busy. I got too much to do. I I can't fit that in my schedule. Uh, Man, my finances, they're tight. I, I can't, I can't, I can't, I can't, I can't. You're a taker. You're a taker. The thieves, they said, what's yours is mine. I'll take it. The priest and the Levite said, what's mine is mine. I'll keep it. The Good Samaritan said, what's mine is yours. I will give it. Which one are you tonight? Are you a giver? Or are you a taker? Now again... No one is 100% giver. No one is 100% taker. Uh, and there's a little bit of give, uh, taker rather, in all of us, but primarily we're one or the other. The majority of the time, we're one or the other. We're either a giver or we're a taker. Okay, let me give an example of a taker. We have a, a church event back when, you know, the church was fully open and we would get together for meals and so forth and so on. The people that, Pastor, how can I help? Uh, what, what do you need? Hey, you need tables set up? Uh, hey, you need tables teared, torn down? Hey, you need this trash taken out? Uh, hey, uh, you need this wiped up? That's a giver. That's a giver. Let's flip it on the other side. The taker. They show up late. They don't contribute any of the food. Uh, and they don't help clean up. They stand around and talk and watch everyone else do all the work. And then they say, are there any leftovers for me to take home? <laughs> Y'all with me? That's a taker. Which one are you? you going to be a giver? Or are you going to be a taker? And listen, I don't think they'll ever go away completely. But listen, when it comes to the Great Commission, we need to be givers. We need to be givers, not takers. Uh, We need to be willing to give of ourselves to bless other people. Jacob was a taker. He stole, he deceived, he tricked, he cheated, just to benefit himself, to garner more things for himself. Absalom was a taker. Absalom said, I want my father's throne. Then he stood there in the the gate of the city. He says, you know, if I was king, you wouldn't have these troubles. And and when I'm king, I'll take care of you. And he's lying, deceiving, and tricking, and trying to steal the throne. He's a taker. He's a taker. I'm telling you tonight, White Oak Baptist Church, we need to transfer from being a taker to being a giver. Being a giver. You know who's the ultimate taker? The thief cometh not but for to steal, to kill, and to destroy. The ultimate taker of all takers. The devil himself. He wants to take your soul. And if he he can't get your soul, he wants to take your influence. And if he can't get your influence, he wants to limit your influence. He wants to take, 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 and take. And when we act like a taker... We're acting pretty much like the devil. Are you going to be a giver or are you going to be a taker? Are, are you going to be a giver or are you going to be a taker? We see the reason for taking, for giving and taking. We see the range, how much we're willing to give and take. Let's look at lastly, number three, the results of giving and taking. The results. What happens when we decide to give and what happens when we decide to take? Luke chapter 6 and verse number 38, one of many promises in Scripture for those that give. It says, give and it shall be given unto you. Good measure pressed down and shaken together and running over shall men give unto your bosom. For with the same measure that ye meet with all, it shall be measured to you again. I love Malachi chapter 3 where he says, uh, bring ye the tithe into the storehouse that there may be meat in my house. uh, and, And I will open the windows of heaven and pour you out a blessing. Listen, so much, you won't even have room to receive it. God says you give, and some and people will give running over. Your cup's going to overflow. God says you tithe, and I'm going to bless you. And not only that, I'm going to rebuke the devourer for your sakes. God says, I'll bless you if you give. I, I, I'll, I'll give you so much, more so than if you held on to it, if you hoarded it. I'll bless you in such a tremendous way when you give. We can never, ever, ever outgive the Lord. Let me share a couple of other promises in Scripture. Hebrews chapter 6 and verse 10. For God is not unrighteous to forget your work and labor of love, which ye have showed toward his name, in that ye have ministered to the saints and do minister. Every good deed, every good gift, every generous offering, uh, every sacrifice of time, energy, resources, God sees it, God will bless it, God will honor you as a result. Galatians six nine and let us not be weary in well-doing, for in due season we shall reap if we faint not. The giver is blessed. The giver is prospered. The taker has problems. Uh, husbands and wives, those of you that are married here, have you ever had this conversation? Have you ever had, well, honey, where do you want to go eat? Well, wherever you want to go. No, 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 we'll go wherever you want to go. No, no, wherever you want to go. And then you end up going nowhere. <laughs> Any of you had that conversation? Okay. Uh, oh, honey, where do you want to go eat? And, oh, wherever you want. And, uh, no, no, wherever you want. No, honey, you pick this time. And you and I pick last time. You pick this time. And then you pick. And then she says, no, I don't want to go there. Amen. <laughs> hey, y'all know what I'm talking about, right? <laughs> See, but both partners, both husband and wife in there, they're both givers. They're, no, 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 you. No, you pick. No, 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 you pick. And no, 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 you pick. And, and they're givers. They're givers. Usually, if you have two givers that are married, you're going to have a successful marriage for the most part. There'll still be troubles, but you're going to have a successful marriage. Listen, the problem comes when one is a giver and the other is a taker. When one is a giver and the other is a taker. You see, uh, eventually, uh, the taker takes and takes and takes and takes and takes. And the giver gives and gives and gives and gives and gives. And that giver eventually gets exasperated. He gets exhausted. He says, why do we always have to do it your way? Why do you always have to have the last say? And why do you always, and again, by the way, we shouldn't use those extreme statements. You always do this and you always do that. That's marital counseling. But needless to say, for the sake of this message, we feel like we always do what you want and we always go your way and we always, and, and the giver becomes exasperated. He comes exhausted because the person's always taking, taking, taking. Listen, we, it's a good marriage if you have a giver and a giver. Uh, if it's a giver and a taker, it's going to be some struggles. It's really bad when they're both takers, the husband and the wife, or the pastor and the church member, or the, ch- the Sunday school class teacher and the student, or whatever, uh, the nursery worker and the nursery If they're both takers, there's going to be problems. They're going to have a hard time getting along. You see, the taker, that's the husband, he considers himself above his wife. And so uh, if she needs a pair of shoes that cost $50, we don't have that kind of money. We can't afford that. And yet two weeks later, he buys himself a new set of $300 golf clubs. He said, well, I needed that. He's a taker. He's a taker. Y'all with me tonight? And the same is true of the wife and if, if, if for some reason if the wife is a taker and she needs the the best of everything and and whether they can afford it or not i, I have to have the best and the name brand and the nicest this and the nicest that and the guy is saying honey we can't afford it and then she pouts and she throws a fit like a 2 year old until he finally gives in and says okay enough and then they go in debt cuz she's a taker she's a taker uh she keeps using uh the the what what, what I like to call the fantastic plastic the card, the, the credit card. You know what I'm talking about? The fan. Y'all awake tonight? Everybody? Don't act like you don't know what a credit card is. A credit card. Fantastic plastic. She keeps swiping and swiping and swiping and swiping. And, swiping and she's a taker. She's a taker. She's a taker. Listen, when they're both takers, there's going to be problems. This is the same thing can be said if a lady, if a wife is a taker, and, 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 and the husband says, hey, honey, let's go visit, you know, my family. And she's, ah. I'd rather not I don't really like your family. I'll stay home. You go see them. She's a taker. She's a taker. See, the giver will say in his mind, he say, well, I don't really like them. They annoy me, but I 'm going to go because number one it's the right thing to do. and number two, because I love you enough to invest in them for your sake. The giver, the giver. The giver. The giver sacrifices. Uh, The giver goes out of his way, bends over backwards. The giver does everything possible to bless, to help, to encourage. Listen, the solution to all of this, learn to be a giver. We're not talking about money here, although money is involved. Learn to have a spirit of giving. So the question tonight, and I'm done. Are you a giver? Or are you a taker? Let's not forget, the Apostle Paul said in Acts chapter 20, verse 35, The Lord Jesus said, It is more blessed to give than to take, than to receive. Listen, I don't want to give just to be blessed. But I thank God that when I do give, He blesses. Not just monetarily. Not just financially. God blesses relationships. He blesses churches. He blesses missionaries. More people are saved. The kingdom of God is increased. I mean, the church is booked. When people decide, no matter what happens, I'm going to be a giver. No matter what happens, I'm going to be a giver. Uh, no matter, uh, as long as the pastor is not doing anything illegal, immoral, unbiblical, I'm going to be a giver. And I'm going to support. I'm going to help. I'm going to bless. As long as the staff is not doing anything illegal, immoral, or unbiblical, I'm going to jump in, roll my sleeves up and say, how can I help? What can I do? Even if I don't agree with the program they're putting in place. You know, because I've seen it, and I'm sure you have. People that have been in church for years and decades, they say, well, we've never done it that way. How dare you? How could you? And I think, wah, 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 wah. That's all I hear. They're takers. This is my church. And this is my auditorium. How dare you take the pews out? How could you change the color? You change the carpet. We've never done that before. They're takers. And I know it's humorous, but listen, they're everywhere. Every church has them. Don't be one of them. Don't be one of them. We can disagree agreeably. we can disagree privately, but listen, publicly we're, in, we're on one team. We're moving forward together. You think Trina agrees with every decision that I've made? Don't say anything, hun. Be quiet. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely not. you know there's been times where uh, we have um, had what I call heated fellowship over de- over decisions that, hey, I wanted to go in one direction she wanted to. You know, at the end of the day, we're in this together. We're in this together. Let's serve the Lord. Let's be givers. And let's say, Lord, what can I do to allow you to work through me to bless others? It's more blessed to give than it is to receive. Y'all with me tonight? Amen. Let's bow together for a word of prayer. Father, we love you tonight. Lord, we thank you for being the ultimate example of a giver, a person that loves And love so much that you gave all. Uh, You sacrificed no expense. You spared no expense, Lord, so that we might have a relationship with you. So that we might have peace with you. Lord, so that we might have an abundant life here on this earth. But Lord, we pray tonight. We ask you, all of us, as a congregation, corporately, we pray, Lord, help us to be givers. Lord, we all have a little bit of taker in us. Lord, help us to give more than we take. Help us in those times, Lord, when, we, when we're tempted to take and take more. Lord, please convict us of that. Help us to fix that, Lord. Help us to be givers. And Lord, we pray as this new program, uh, this, this uh, redone program, we've had it in the past, but it's, it's a little more elaborate now. Lord, please help us to allow this program to demonstrate to this, this world, this community, that we're givers that we want to give, we want to bless, we want to help, we want to encourage. Lord, please, make us givers.